Hello everyone and welcome to our sixth and final episode of our season. Today is a special episode for two reasons. First being that it's Yusra so excited. First, it's being released on our birthday. Yep, our birthday. <laughs> We're both born on the 15th of September. So we share the same birthday. Technically, I was born on your birthday. But oh yeah, because I'm, you know. And I'm the gift. I'm the gift. Of course you are. God gave you um, gift. Anyway, <laughs> the story of how we found out is actually so cute, but we're not going to share it because our friends are going to kill us. If you want to know it, just ask us. Just ask us. and we. Nobody's going to ask, but, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> anyway, so that's the first reason. The second reason is that we really love symbolism and we love cheesy cliche things i think anyone who listens to us knows that by yeah, now i think everybody knows we, um, we love it we embrace it um so to us this is the end of a very weird year mm-hmm. and it also happens to be the end of the podcast or like the first season, season of the that. podcast so we're very excited for this new beginning yeah. this new year this new chapter in our lives and that excites excites us a lot because Something big just ended mm-hmm. and something bigger is about to start. Hopefully, inshallah. Mm-hmm. And we decided to conclude the season by just sharing our experiences. We're going to keep it light. Uh, we're going to talk about the highlights of our teaching careers. Yeah. And mainly we want to talk about the feelings that we felt intensely during our two-year journey. Again, just to remind you, this is us. This is personal. Uh, these are things that we didn't really plan for, but they just happen to yeah. us. Um, um, so for the last time in the season, this is with Hayan Yusra. So the five feelings we felt most in- intensely in our years of teaching um, start with something very big to us, which is anxiety. <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's very serious. It's, it's the trauma. It's genuinely. Oh it's very serious. Anxiety Honestly, is. Yeah. It hits you, and it's the when I think of the word anxiety and being anxious, I think of the first day I met my student, yeah. my first class ever, and I. Some of my students might be listening, <laughs> and they wouldn't believe that I was more nervous than they were, uh, because you're standing there and you're like, it's real. They're real oh people. Oh my God. It's not a job where you're just at your desk mm-hmm. and whatever mistakes that you do is on you. No. No, it's on something. 30 other people staring exactly. at you, waiting for your next step. Mm-hmm. And you know how I had two first days? Because I started um, at a school. Two weeks in, they transferred me to another school. Mm. And it was just as bad. It was just... <laughs> you'd think you'd learn from I me. was just as anxious. <laughs> and at my new school, my coordinator attends my First class. And that's another level. I'm just getting hot flashes just thinking about it. It's terrible. The first time someone attends, you're like, what? Because you're already questioning whether you're doing a good job or not. And then somebody attends, you're like, what? Why? I, I, the first time somebody attended my, a class of mine was uh, three weeks in, and, and it was the principal. Oh, my God. And all I remember in that class was I only had her in mind. <laughs> I forgot about the students. Nobody cares about, about the students. I just thought of them. What teaching strategy? Exactly. <laughs> and um, that's when I... See, I only realized this later, but the anxiety only started to fade. That specific anxiety of somebody watching me yeah. 
when I stopped caring about yeah. them and I just started caring more about giving the students and doing and giving them what they need. Yeah, just did your own thing. Yeah. The ironic thing, that's when I started to impress them more because <laughs> yeah. now I don't care about you and now I'm getting all the validation from you. And it, that's the thing, you get rid of the anxiety in the classroom mm-hmm. and then there's the anxiety outside of the classroom, the overwhelming, overwhelming the tasks. The tasks, you're just like, why am I required to give you so don't many need, exactly. things? And you stop asking asking why you're just like you're just doing it yeah. and you reach a point where you're so anxious now i'm thinking of the like first semester first month of teaching mm. and i would just wait for the weekend so i don't have to go to that place mm-hmm. it was really bad yeah but then the anxiety the stress just gradually goes yeah away. slowly fades and away. it makes me think of something so i used to meet up with my mentor and yeah. Uh, for the first few weeks, he'd always ask me, whenever we meet or whenever we talk on the phone, he'd tell me, tell me three things that happened today that made you smile or three things that made you happy. And it's just, I guess, a way for him to get me to to think positively yeah. or think about the positive or just smile, you know? Mm-hmm. And then with time, he was like, did you, I think two months in, he was like, did you notice that we stopped doing it? And I'm like, yeah, why? I liked it. He's like, you don't need it anymore. You don't need it. Because I found myself just... Talking about the good things even before I think about the... Your anxiety faded away. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. When your anxiety fades, that leads us to the second feeling. Because you start noticing things. Yeah, you start noticing things. Because now you're not focused as the whole... You're not focused on the whole class. Mm -hmm. You see individuals. You see the little kids. You see their lives. And you see that they don't have perfect lives. And there's nothing you can do about that. And this is the second thing that we want to talk about which is helplessness yeah you realize how helpless you are mm-hmm. you can't really do anything you can't, you can't change, do much you can't change their parents you can't change their houses you can't mm. change their disabilities mm. you can't change a lot of things and you you feel frustration mm. you realize that you're just a part of that system that you can't change yeah. you realize that you're just a speck in a pile of dust you can't do anything. Yeah. You can't change anything about the system or inside the system. Mm-hmm. And that's when you have to make the choice. You can choose to remain in that negative bubble and say, I can't really change much. I'm yeah. just a part of the system. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing much. Or you can start with what you can yeah. change. Because it takes a toll on you when you hear stories yeah. about abuse, about, you know, just things that I personally currently don't want to think about. Yeah. Because here's the thing. When you're sitting in front of a student and she's opening up to you. And in that moment, you're like, I can't do anything to help her. Yeah. Except one thing. Mm-hmm. I can love her unconditionally. Which is the third and biggest biggest thing that, that we, we can give both of us. Like that's very specific to us. Yeah. Love slash care. Yeah. Um. You can care, you can try to understand, mm-hmm. you can listen, you can be the, the just the person that they can come back to. It's unconditional too. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not you expecting anything in return. They might love you, they might hate you, but you can give that. Yeah. You can give the attention, you can give the love, you can give the care. Yeah. And it's a wonderful feeling, you know? It really is. Can you think of the first time you felt like you were truly loved? I mean, I can't. I can. I can. <laughs> pinpoint a very specific day it was actually i think october 22nd 2018 if i'm not mistaken 
so I'm weird. actually not kidding. <laughs> like, that's the date. Because, okay, let me tell you. So, um, in October, which is like a month in of teaching, mm-hmm. um, I had the worst weekend, arguably, of my life. And I just remember not being able to go to school the next day, mm-hmm. on Sunday. I was just like, I, I genuinely cannot do this. Mm-hmm. So, on Monday, I just go to school. And I'm just like, mm, hi, everybody. And my students run towards Aww. me. <laughs> Students that I kind of had mixed feelings <laughs> towards. It was, I, <laughs> let me guess. Is it by any chance 5C? It's definitely 5C. <laughs> you know that it's 5C. Anybody who knows me on any level knows that 5C is everything I talk about. And 5C of my first, first year, year. yeah, not yeah. 5C <laughs> of my second year. But anyways, so they run towards me and they're like, where were you? We've missed you. We love you. Uh, your name was mentioned in the assembly. We saved your certificate. Here it is. Um, We're going to be so nice to you. I just remember pausing and just thanking God in that moment. Because it felt like the love I gave was mm-hmm. reciprocated. Yeah. And it felt like they genuinely loved me. Because listen, you know how I told you how I came like in the middle of the semester? Mm-hmm. I didn't start the semester with them. They hated me. Yeah. In the beginning of the semester, they hate, I could tell because they loved the teacher that used to teach them. So you replaced her. I replaced her. Oh. And that was, it was terrible. Mm. So when I saw the love, I knew it was genuine because I saw the hate. And they can't fake it. They can't fake they it. They would never. They actually never. can't. They don't have the energy. They, yeah, <laughs> they don't have the deceit in them to do exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, why did I always ask myself, why do they love me so much? Because I, I don't know if you remember in our first semester, uh, we used to get asked this a lot. What are you two doing? Why do you no idea? And we're like, what, 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 what are, are we, we doing? What like, are, is there, if you know, tell me. Like, <laughs> and then we realize it's, it's that thing that we belittled mm-hmm. the caring and the giving and, and it's the one thing that was consistent. Yeah. We weren't always creative. We weren't always enthusiastic, but we always were loving, cared, and we always listened. Yeah. And we. And I think it's important to know that, note, sorry, that teachers have different approaches. Mm-hmm. So we um, went to love, but mm-hmm. other teachers went to creativity. Mm-hmm. Some of them went to enthusiasm. Yeah. Some of them went to weird ways of discipline and sometimes it's all of them but you just have one thing more than the other and this is all to combat the helplessness that you feel in the beginning Mm. so whichever method you take it's to combat that and so we did what worked for us which was love Mm -hmm. and it's what worked so when kids love you they do things they do anything yeah which leads us to the fourth um point point which is the feeling of power, power, power and impact. impact. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, you get the, and when when they listen to what you say, mm-hmm. you kind of get them to do good. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> small manipulation, but <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. I don't know. If, I don't know if this is a thing, but it's a thing that I used to do. Okay. So you know how you'll get in front of the mirror and you're hold, you're gonna hold your brush and you're mm-hmm. gonna perform a song. Well, what I did was slightly different. So I did perform songs, <laughs> but what I used to do was slightly different where I just give speeches mm-hmm. and they're very emotional speeches. Now I don't, I never imagined which platform, who are the audience? They were just inspirational. And sometimes I'd cry, <laughs> the audience are going to cry. And so being a teacher, 
It's like a dream come true. It's your chance. It's my chance. Performance. Every day is an opportunity. Every day is a stage. TED Talk. Yes. Every topic is like, (laughs) you know what? Today for 10 minutes, I'm going to give them a speech about... Whatever we talked about in educational Keeping the class clean. Oh, yes. That was like the main theme. Bullying. Cleaning. Seven, eight. (laughs) Your five C? (laughs) No, no. Seven, eight were angels. Mm. But that, I, I feel like if anyone from seven, eight in my first year is listening, they're going to be like, oh my God. They she's, know. She, they know. They, they know. know. Because, but the thing is, they would listen. Yeah. They would listen to you. And again, you realize the power. Yeah. And, and it just comes to you. Mm-hmm. You don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. You don't try to structure it. It's just in the moment. You're angry. So you scold them and you give them a lecture. When you even try to say it to your friends, you're just like, and then I told them that if they do that ever again, it's, but in the moment, you're so powerful and you're yeah. just spitting and you realize your impact. You realize yeah. how powerful you are. You know, how, you know when was the first time I realized I had power? This was again in the beginning of the semester. Mm. I just raised my hand and they all stood up. Is, is, is this Hogwarts? <laughs> is this, I'm, are these minions? I was... <laughs> terrified i was terrified and that's how serious it is first day of school first i'm anxious and everything is terrifying and there was no caring and loving nothing nothing. and the student looks at me she's like miss do you want a notebook and i'm like i I guess if i say yes she's gonna get a notebook (laughs) and they're all gonna do it by the way they're all gonna do it so deep down what i wanted to say is if you want to so but what came out was Yes, of course you... So what? how many pages? Uh, how many lines? What color? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever you want. But that's the power. You cut your hair? <laughs> they all do. So, the, Regina George. You know, like, I actually saw it. I, I remember them copying my hairstyles. Yeah. And I'm just... And like, it's beautiful. You're so I tiny and cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember one of my students, like her mom came up to me and she said, my daughter... My daughter... <laughs> Keep going. Keep my, daughter, <laughs> my daughter keeps telling me to make her hair curly. And I can't. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, you little child. I love it. I cuteness. love it. And that's how big or small your impact is. Honestly. It's, it's in everything you do. I went to this class. I was just a substitute teacher. Yeah. And they were like kind of the a troubled class. They mm. had a reputation. And I just... I had a conversation with them, kind of clicked. We bonded, and they they hear about me. The yeah. cool teacher. You're the cool teacher. Yeah. They're just like, oh my god, she's here, and everyone's trying to impress me, and I love it. But then, as I left, something happened with another teacher where I realized there was discrimination, and I got really pissed at these girls that I just bonded with. Mm-hmm. So I came back in because I want again. I wanted to <laughs> give them a talk because it was I was I was really mad that yeah. day. So I'm like giving them the speech and it was so intense. And that teacher was there and she was listening and she was, I think she was enjoying it too. And everyone was like, whoa. And then I was like, that's all I have to say for you. I'm very disappointed. The student stands up. (laughs) It started, I kid you not, it started with a slow clap. Like, thanks, I guess. No, I kept a straight face on and I'm like, what is wrong? (laughs) they're like wow and then i left and then the student says she's so cute well regardless of that that's not the point of the story but the point is 
<laughs> I know what I said that day kind of stayed with them, even though yeah. I wasn't their teacher. And it was one of those moments where you're like, now I have a platform. Yeah. We always imagine if we had a platform, mm-hmm. what would we do? And as a teacher, your impact, like like you said, it goes in different directions. Mm-hmm. It's students you teach and students you don't. And it's inside, outside and the classroom. And it's teachers. It's everywhere. And it's people. Sometimes I had a student who was like, Miss, I was like my grandfather's house and in the weekend. And I thought mm-hmm. of and this thing happened, which was a huge thing. And I thought of what you told me. And I'm like, you don't even remember what you said. And it's outside of school. Yeah, It's not even... And that's when you realize it's bigger than a classroom. Yeah. It's bigger than English. It's bigger than science, math, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And that becomes addicting, though. You know, that impact, the little tiny. And we talked it's about a this huge before. responsibility, though. It is, but you realize that you can give. Mm-hmm. And that sense of purpose comes to you. Which is the fifth emotion yeah. that we want to talk it's about. The, our purpose became, that's big, mm-hmm. but our purpose became to have an impact yeah. to help others to leave leave something and you know people ask us if it's so amazing if it's so wonderful then why are you leaving yeah why did you why leave did teaching you... and here's the thing uh teaching really was our comfort zone yeah we became so good at it yeah that it just felt comfortable yeah i could have stayed third fourth fifth Same. year we would have done great things. Yeah. But but we felt like we needed to leave our comfort zone to do greater things. Yeah. To do bigger things. Mm-hmm. And this is not us saying that being a teacher has no impact. Yeah. It's literally the opposite. We're saying that being a teacher has all the impact. Yeah. Teachers well, are literally the unsung heroes exactly. of the society. But we found our calling, mm-hmm. I guess, and outside of the classroom. You will hear us. You heard us talk about breaking the cycle all the time. We say yeah. break the cycle. Honestly, if no exaggeration here, if I can dedicate my life to just raising awareness yeah. uh, to this issue of just breaking that cycle, um, I'd go to bed at night feeling accomplished. Yeah. And because it starts with something like... Um, podcast we're putting a piece of ourselves out there yeah and we're talking and it's terrifying okay and here's the thing when you become a teacher you, if you have a mentor or like another teacher who would give you an advice or would tell you something if you can impact the life of one student yeah that's feel, all you need you should feel accomplished we're greedy we are and <laughs> students weren't enough yeah and we both felt like our impact can be bigger mm-hmm. and you can have a bigger, a huge impact just by remaining in the classroom. Exactly. If that's where you feel comfortable. And we work hand in hand. People yeah. inside the classroom and outside the classroom. Yes. Same purpose, different actions. Amen. It's We can't all stay in the same space mm-hmm. or area. I and honestly feel like I hope one day I get to be in a place or in a position where I can help and inspire teachers yeah. to become better and to to again break cycles exactly because we love teaching yeah and we love teachers and we love education Mm -hmm. and i think i can speak for the both of us when i say that leaving teaching might have been the saddest thing that we had to do and it was extremely difficult we talked about it so much crying happened (laughs) (laughs) but it's us taking this risk we don't know what's gonna happen currently at this very moment we don't know what's happening Mm -hmm. but we know that 
it's much greater than mm -hmm. what we could have done in the classroom. Mm -hmm. We want to dedicate ourselves to education. Mm -hmm. We dedicated ourselves to education inside of the classroom, and we think it's time to do it outside of the classroom. Yes, and we're ready for whatever is coming. Mm -hmm. We're ready. And last thing we want to say is, since we're talking about teachers, we want to thank teachers. Yeah. We want to thank the ones who've been doing it for years and the ones the new who ones. are just, just getting, starting. Yeah. yeah, just starting. This is truly one of the most noble things anyone could do. Any teachers that you know, even if they're not great teachers, yeah. they're just giving. They're dedicating a piece of themselves mm -hmm. and they're just putting it out there to help other people. And it's a it's a beautiful thing to do. And we just want to If you're a student, and I know a few students are listening to this, go thank a teacher. Any teacher. Yeah. D don't just come to me. <laughs> just that's, the e that's the easy way out. <laughs> Ms. Haya, thank you. <laughs> no. Thank teachers. Thank them for their efforts because, like you said, you put pieces of yourself out mm -hmm. there. even when Especially during this time. Even when it's the most difficult thing yeah. to do. I, One of my closest friends, who's a teacher, got tested three times so far. Oh my God, poor thing. Because every time something happens, there's a teacher and there's... And it's... Can you just imagine? Not just... Yeah, hopefully she's not going to get sick. But just mentally being at risk of just getting... All, in, at all yeah, times. At all times. And it's that's just a side. That's, you know... That's just right now. Just right now. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, again, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, I want to dedicate this episode to the teachers. I think listening. I want to do that too. Yeah. Um. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I just got emotional. Yeah, me too. Um, I think this is all we have. Yeah. Thank you for listening to us. We actually really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for sharing. If you like what you hear, if you heard one episode and you feel like this one person needs to hear it, share it. Yeah. Um, And give us your feedback. And not just feedback. Again, reach out to us. Just talk to us. Yeah. yeah, We love it when you do. It means a lot to us. And hopefully you'll hear us again in season two. Maybe. No. They will hear us again <laughs> in season two. <laughs> okay. This was with Hey Anisra. Bye.